I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. And we are Talking Talking Monroe's. So welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for joining. And we're totally faking it right now because as normal, Nicole destroyed the episode. This time she waited until before we started recording to say something that actually just pretty much blew the whole thing out of the water. So we're going to go ahead and try to give you the best (laughs) that we have. But if it's not that good, you can thank Nicole for yet again continuing her streak of making sure that the episode gets blown up. But you said you loved me for being me. You mm. loved me for who I was. That's what I was told I have to say. That's You're such a jerk. That's part of the gig. That's part of what you have to do, apparently, as as a husband. So I, I love you for maybe not being as much you. Maybe that'll be the, the thing that I should start saying. Don't be as much you. Be some of you, not totally you. Oh, okay. This episode, episode eight, we are really interested and happy and, and kind of excited to talk about a topic that came in from one of our friends after listening to family traditions, he brought up the fact that he thought we should talk about family rules. And we thought that was pretty interesting. We thought that was something to to have a conversation because we are fond of our family rules. We sure are. And making sure everybody abides by them. We have a number of family rules. And, and so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about how you start some family rules and, and how you get moving with them what's important and interesting with them. But also, I don't know if you know this, Nicole, I I might've told you a little bit about this, but the end of the episode, I went and did some researching and and dug up some other people's lists of family rules. And I'm going to read them for you. And I want your reaction live on our recorded podcast. That's when you laughed out loud the other night and you told me that I needed to wait to hear what you're laughing about. That is correct. (laughs) And trust me, it will be worth the wait. Okay. I'm very interested to hear your reactions to them because you already know my reaction to some of them. Okay, we'll see. All right. Well, let's jump in. Oh, you forgot to tell them. Thanks for um, showing up for episode eight. You went and looked it up, so now you need to tell them. Uh, I did say welcome to episode eight. No, so, you just said thanks for joining. Uh, okay. When we play it back, we'll see. And I'll say thanks for blowing up the episode <laughs> during the episode now as well. <laughs> Appreciate that. Again, I thought we just agreed to you be a little less you. <laughs> anyway, here we go. So let's first talk about what family rules are. So... In a a very simple explanation or or definition, there are certain clear statements that that you expect. So around behavior, the the important thing is that you want to make sure that you're clear with everyone and that people understand what they should be doing. And it could be around anything. They can apply to all family members. They could be for just the children. It could be for guests or any combination. But you really have three major categories that family rules fall into. The first is situational, wash the dishes after you eat, make sure that when you go in your room, before you go to bed, you turn your light out. They could also be hygiene related, which often you see a lot of family rules are wash your hands before you eat, brush your teeth before you go to bed, 
take a shower at some point in time, please, preferably <laughs> every day. <laughs> and then you, you can have more general family, what, you, what would be family ground rules, things along like no hitting, don't bite your brother or sister, no pulling hair. <laughs> don't throw the dog. <laughs> don't throw the dog or bite the dog or ride the dog. Just pretty much leave the dog alone. The the Aside from that, now that we kind of know what they are, it's important to understand why we have them. So uh, we talked a little bit about it. Let's let's see if you can continue blowing up this episode and and completely mangle why we should have family rules. Well, one of the key things that we had talked about in when we talked about family traditions was just so that people could be sort of like um, on the same page. Mm -hmm. It makes daily routines a lot more predictable and keeps things flowing smoothly in the house. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's important is that if you teach your children at an early age about family rules, then they grow up having that, that consensus um, of what needs to be done in the house. And then when you do have guests come into the home, it's not just you that is trying to enforce those rules. It's the children that are able to uh, re- relay those rules to your guests or your family members that are coming to visit as well. And your favorite, there's consequences if, if the kids don't follow them. So you get to throttle them. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Terrible. I can't throw them like I throw the dog, but right. you know, oh, exactly. <laughs> they're definitely, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, huge consequences like they're grounded for a week, but you know, I mean, you definitely want to have consequences for like, you know, the not taking a shower one, especially when you have teenage boys. Yes, I do know. How do you start? Family rules. I'm asking you that question. I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to see if you can think about it. How would you start a family rule? Some of it can come. Outside of yelling at people and telling them don't ever <laughs> do it again or you're going to pop them upside the head or something. Some of them can come from what you did in your childhood, what worked and what you saw worked well in, in your childhood. Or what didn't work or didn't or work well. Or didn't work well. Some of it can come <laughs> from what you saw in friends' homes that worked well and didn't work well. You know, I know um, you had... Um, you know, in, in, in your friends, one of your friend's houses, um, Lamont, mm-hmm. you guys weren't allowed to no enter in the into room. the living room. Don't sit on the living room. The right. Furniture. So you weren't no, allowed to sit in, in, the, in, the in, in the furniture, you know? That was a family you know? room. <laughs> yes. Even, even Mr. Mays couldn't go in there. We were all barred, barred from that room. So, you know, whether you liked that rule or didn't like that rule, that could be something that you could incorporate into your family rules. Um, it, it depends on what you see what you hear, what your beliefs are. Correct. Absolutely. There's, there's a, a, a good way to be able to start family rules. And it, it's just a few steps that you can follow. So the first thing would be start by documenting your expectations that are non-negotiable. Don't go crazy. Don't do anything that are 15 or 20 or 30 things. Try to start with five to seven things that you say, hey, these for our family are non-negotiable. Once you have those, if you have kids, you want to make sure that the rules include consequences and a reward structure. So consequences if you if they don't follow the rules and a, a reward structure if they do. So something like wipe your feet before you come into the house. Correct. And then a consequence, you've got to clean up your mess or, or clean you might up have the, to floor. Mop the floor. Exactly. And if and you if come you in with dirt whole, on your shoes. And if you do for the whole week, exactly. Let's say you, you set it for a weekly basis. If there's no dirt or anything, then we get to go out for ice cream. So it allows them to understand that there's consequences for their actions as well as there's a reward if they follow them. And then after that, if you have younger kids, you want to write those 
whatever you call family rules up, family rules, house rules, and you'd you'd want to make sure that you review them with them so that they understand, so that they're very clear about them. And you want to post them somewhere where they can be seen. For younger kids, unfortunately, this has to be something where they have to be able to read. So it could, could be six or seven ish. But if it's younger, those are places where you wouldn't write them up or you might write them up, but no, you I was see thinking them pictures. Ref- you could use pictures. pictures exa- it's true. That's very good. That's that, that's right. You could use pictures. You could also, you want to verbally reinforce them to make sure that they understand what's good and what's not and make sure you review them regularly so that they understand as they grow, are they still appropriate? Should they change? Should they be modified? And then the other thing is if you've got older kids, one of the important things to do is rather than just create them and stick them up somewhere and say, hey, these are things you have to follow, you want to incorporate them in the process. You want to make sure that they have the ability to weigh in on the things that are in there. So you might start with the ones that are non-negotiable, but maybe you then add a few other items there that they want to do and that they want to have as part of the house rules and let them join in on what the consequences and the rewards are. By that, by doing that, you include them in this. So they feel as if they're part of this. So it's not something that's being done to them. So this is where my do it because I said do it and throttle them. If I don't, they don't do it. Doesn't work. It it, it only works for a certain <laughs> amount of time. And then correct. They start to do their own thing or believe their own thing or not care about what you have to say. Right. I think it's important that they are included in, since they are, especially when you're talking about teenagers, included in on what they think should be some of the, some of the house rules. Mm -hmm. It helps them to have an understanding of what the house rules are, but it also helps you as their parent get an understanding of where they're coming from. Right. So at this point we'll jump in and, and we'll talk a little bit about our family rules and some of the rules for us that are in the house and some that are external. So I'll, I'll start with the first one. And, and how about this? I'll go through these and, and you can provide some, some color on these uh, as I expect you will. And you always do, and you'll continue to blow up the podcast. So that's a lot of fun. So the first thing, our first family rule is shower in the morning. We are a morning showering family. We don't believe in though the kids sometimes try to shower at night and say they didn't sweat overnight. We are a, a shower in the morning kind of family. So that's a family rule. <laughs> comments that we consistently fight with we have four boys and we consistently fight with them at times about that kind of stuff and other times they want to take five hour showers in the morning because they don't want to go to school Uh, the second one is an important one that i listed which is shower after any practice before you sit on any furniture or get into bed i don't care that you don't think that you barely sweat (laughs) this one only becomes an issue when you have to shower in the morning so you shower in the morning is like seven o'clock in the morning you shower and you have a nine o'clock game so then you've got to shower at 11 o'clock when you come back from the game so they want to say something about wanting to wait until they get back from the game that's only take the shower that's only an issue in your mind i used to take four or five showers a day happily (laughs) it's only an issue in your mind and their mind i'm I'm, I, I know a, it's no issue in your mind. It's no issue in my mind. Look, I don't want all your funk coming in, getting like seeping into the furniture or whatever, even though we've got leather furniture. Who knows? You could have some extraterrestrial funk. <laughs> You're so pathetic. Listen, listen, you have smelled the lacrosse gear when we used to travel around the country with the boys playing lacrosse that we had yeah. to put it in a garbage bag. That's true. I know it's true. I don't want that sitting on any of my furniture. It was tough enough driving in a bag that was closed up for an hour and a half, two hours in the car. Uh, the next one is brush your teeth before you eat. 
uh, we'll leave it at that. Very simply, we we are again a we're we're a hygiene family in the morning. So brush your teeth before you eat. We also do brush your teeth before you go to bed, but that's more your family rule than mine. And so you didn't list it here, but that's one that we we try to enforce and we push hard to enforce. But sometimes the kids sneak by, and, and that's because the dentist says brush your teeth twice a day. Yeah, well, well then I guess we need to add that to the list, and we need to start like cramming toothpaste in their face. And- <laughs> Here, go brush your teeth now. <laughs> one of the other ones that we have, wash your hands before you go into the refrigerator. That's a, an important one for us. As, as you'll notice, as you can probably see, many of our family rules are around hygiene. We have some situational ones, though, but we are we, we are a, a, a hygiene-conscious family. Nobody wants to have the stinky kid in the house or in the class. Uh, next one, use the front door. That's, that's definitely one of mine. In a few instances, we have had family members and also guests who want to come in through the garage and the garage door. And, and yeah, it doesn't mean you can't use the back door because we have a back door too. It just yeah. means don't use the front door, not the garage. Correct. We go in and out of the front door. You can go out of the back sliding doors if you go into the patio, but you go right. in and out of the front door. We've had people who have have used our electric garage door opener and come and go through the garage because it's a little I know, more and for some reason you're afraid that the garage door is just going to break. It's not that I'm afraid that it's going to break. It's like I don't like sitting there and people popping up all of a sudden, <laughs> and we don't lock Hi. the garage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm and, here. And, and people don't lock the garage door all the time, so all of a sudden it's like somebody just rolled in. We've had people who delivered stuff who'd like knocked on the garage door and walked in the house. Like that, no, 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 no. Keep the garage door closed, and people use the front door. That's what the front door is for. Then we get into some things that are more, I guess you can say situational, maybe a little hygiene-ish, but clean up after yourself. I, I, we're not maids. We're, we're not here to, to be your servants. So clean up after yourself. If you cook something, wash the pans and put the stuff away. Put your leftovers away. If you're sitting in the living room and you're playing games or you have stuff out or, or something along those lines, make sure you clean up after yourself. That's one that for a while with the twins, when they were much younger, you and I had a little bit of back and forth on, which uh, didn't always do. You used to just put them in one in the office, the playroom, and it looked like an explosion of toys. And then it was like, I right. was going to school. I, I wasn't saying there was anything. Well, there was. I was saying there was something wrong. With it. I'm not going to lie. I, I was saying there's something wrong with it. And now you see what their rooms are like. So yes. good job there going to school. Uh, if I'm so, so we have another family rule. If I'm in the bathroom, leave me alone. No, that's that's your family rule. So you need hey. to clarify that I'm because if I'm in the bathroom, everybody under the sun comes in the. That's bathroom. That's because you don't enforce this family rule. <laughs> I enforce this family rule. If I'm in you the bathroom, you enforce it by locking the door. I don't lock the door. People know that if I come out after, don't come bother me. They open the door, they knock on the door, and I they on get the their bedroom head door, yeah. off, and then they're like, I'm not going in there. Yep. Look, if I'm in the bathroom, whether it's going to the bathroom, whether it's shaving taking or shower. taking a shower, to let, it can wait. It, unless somebody is bleeding or dying, it can wait two or three well, minutes. Well, they come ask me what's for dinner. Can a guy go sleep over at a friend's house? Again, like I said, that's because you do not enforce that rule. I enforce that rule. You guys can wait. Whatever it is, it doesn't. it's not that critical. Uh, the other one that is is definitely a house rule that isn't always abided by, and it drives me absolutely crazy is if it's not yours, don't touch it or don't eat it. We, we have often had problems with 
things that aren't other people's like oh, disappearing we've put names or, on it. We've locked it in a lockbox. <laughs> so that's the don't eat it part. But I cannot count how many arguments we've had in the house where somebody's iPhone charger cord went missing or my iPhone charger cord goes missing or headphones or something along the lines. Can't charge stuff. Can't find stuff back and forth. No, I had. So we resorted to buying different color things. So if it's, if you got the blue one, we bought the blue one for him and this one's got the orange one. And so stay away from it. So that that's the only way we've been able to enforce that. And with the don't eat it part, I have my own special drawer where I put all my stuff and nobody can go in that drawer. Those stuff just does often sometimes go. And now they've actually, they've actually decided on a little interesting trick. Now what they do, which is I ate it. But I'm going to buy you more and replace it. Yeah, I have a job now, so I can replace it. (laughs) Yes. I didn't ask, but I'll replace it. Right. And and it's a hit or miss whether or not it actually gets replaced. The the next one is, (laughs) uh, if you don't know whose it is, it's not fair game, which is another thing, which is, oh, I didn't know it was yours. I didn't know whose it was, so I just took it, or I just grabbed it, or I just used it, or I put it, because I didn't know... Whose it was. And so, yeah, there is no to, losers, keepers, finders, weepers. Yes. It, yes. I, I, However, you say that, I yeah, forget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> losers, weepers, finders, losers, keepers. Losers, weepers. That's what it is. Losers, weepers, finders, keepers. Uh, it's finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Oh, I did have it right. Uh, no, you had it backwards. You ha- I don't even know what you had. You had, <laughs> you had something to tell you how the squirrels in your head run. <laughs> Another one as another one as we've got as the kids have gotten older, it's the no, you cannot fight your brother. So we we have uh, a number of times where the twins are just like, well, I'm just going to fight him. And obviously there is the bigger one is we don't fight. Nobody in the house fights each other. That just we're not a violent family. We, we, we can, you've already lost. If you had to resort to violence, let's like, we can talk things out. Nothing is that critical that you have to have some kind of violent, response to it um (laughs) another one if no one did it everyone did it and we'll be punished accordingly so so when the kids were younger they all for went through a period of nobody knew who did anything and they thought they could just hold out and if nobody said anything they were all going to get off scot-free so what they all found themselves doing was cleaning things and and being grounded because if nobody did it Anybody did it, which, by the way, actually led to an interesting phenomenon in the house, which would be somebody would just say they did it and take one for the team. Yeah, just to get it over with. Just to get it over with. We still have a missing chocolate bar. We do. (laughs) And no one for, for, it's been probably 18 years now, 16 years, and and no one, actually it's probably been about 12 years, and no one's cop to it. And so they all had to do, had to get punished. And, and our punishments were all either physical, well, physical. So they either had to go run laps or work out or do push-ups or stuff like that. Or they had chores to do, or they had to write an essay of, of how they wouldn't do stuff. So the, their punishment was, we, we believed in making it long and tedious and agonizing. And so it was just lots and lots of, oh, okay, well, you need to write this sentence 500 times. Oh, okay, well, you need to clean this thing or clean that thing or do this or do that. Oh, okay, well, you guys will go sit in your room with no entertainment other than a book and, until somebody wants to explain what happened. And it was just like anything else. They, they, they tried to outlast and outweigh it. And I think our rules, you know, the more we go over our rules, you know, I think about like my brother and I, it was just the two of us. And I don't know if a lot of these rules would have necessarily 
been realistic for us. Um, I, well, a lot of these rules, if it's if it's two or one, I mean, if it's one of them, like right, Bill Cosby I think, used to say. Yes, like, I mean, we've got five kids. I know who did so. it. <laughs> like we, we, there's five of them. So these rules are pertinent in yes. our house. So the next one is, I'm starting to notice a lot of these rules are my rules. They are. Um, well, I guess what, I wonder what that says about our house. But uh, <laughs> this is definitely a rule of the house, which is dad does not share food uh, and don't share drinks. So don't ask. So I am a. I do not let people eat off of my plate and I do not let them drink from my drink. And so only when they're babies, uh, barely then I know because they're usually eating different things than me. <laughs> no, if you want some, we will go get you a glass and we will pour it in <laughs> or I will ask you before like, Hey, do you want some of this? Yes, I do. Go get a glass and I'll pour it in. But there's no drinking off of my drink and slobbering in it and or eating off of my fork and getting well, your Well, you don't believe that it. other people should do it either, but you can't enforce it as well as you can with it happening to you because you didn't like it when I used to let the boys share a drink. You want their cooties? That's on you. Not me. I used to let them share each other's drink. I did let them drink my, from my drink too. And then let's go back and see like number eight. If it's not yours, don't touch it or eat it. Now we won. Now it all comes again. Now I understand what happened because they're like, I'm sharing it anyway. So, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, if we're out in public, you better be on your best behavior. Remember, we won't always be in public. <laughs> Kids always think they tend to believe like they have that short term understanding uh, and memory and everything. It's like, we will be going home. Exactly. They, yeah, you want to act a monkey out here, just wait till we get home. Or my car's just in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and, and this is a this is definitely a, a new age millennial one, which is if you text me and we're both in the house, I will ignore you. That do not text me from one room. I'm going to start ignoring you then. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> exactly. So when you ask me what's for dinner, or tell me to come here to see what you're doing, then I'm just going to ignore you. Well, I will yell, but then I get yelled at for yelling in the house. <laughs> this one really only applies to the kids. Yeah, well, and it applies to you, too, because, like, you're half deaf. So then I'm trying to yell at you. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. And did you hear me yelling? No. Well, so that's why I text you. Oh, okay. And then even then I text you and you don't read or it's an hour and a half later. You're like, oh, it's X, Y, Z. I didn't hear my phone chime. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, now we're at this point where I'm excited about. I'm super excited about. I think you'll be super, super excited about. So we're going to go through. It's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of time. A bunch of different rules that I found. So the first set of rules that I found, I found from a little boy. He had four rules that he created for his house. The first one was be polite, which was P-O-L-I-E-T. So that's how he spelled it. That was his first rule. Isn't that how you spell it? <sighs> uh, no. How do, you, how do you spell polite? P-O-L-I-T-E. Yes, he spelled it P-O-L-I-E-T. Oh, Again, that's why I text you. Way to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, his his second his second family rule: don't toot in people's faces. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> his third rule: don't kiss people's butts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and his fourth rule was be respectful. Okay. So I I think that uh, all of those are actually probably <laughs> things that you'd say he's being respectful with. Yes. 
So any thoughts on his and his rule on his rules? Well, I'm not kissing anybody's butt. But you are tooting in people's faces. No, so. I'm not. <laughs> and if I toot in your faces there, that's your own fault. Ew. It, moving <laughs> on. Jeez. So here is the complete other end of the spectrum. Uh, I, you'll get a little bit of a of an interest. This is These are house rules from an Airbnb. And the Airbnb, it's the Casanova house rules. Oh. Yes. So the first rule is don't be rude unless necessary. The second rule is sex noise is not like the Spanish Inquisition. Expect it. <laughs> the third rule, anyone in this house may be naked at any time with no notice. The fourth rule, did you dirty a dish? Wash it now. Yes, right now. Okay. The fifth rule, if butter leaves the kitchen, it may not be taken back into the kitchen. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Apparently, they got people walking around the house with butter. Okay. Well, maybe because you walk around naked. That's it. Exactly. Uh, number six, when the washing machine is not in use, it should remain open as a goat seat. So it should basically remain like a goat gate. Um, number seven, a smoky house is an unhappy house. Keep the house happy. No smoking inside. No smoking inside. in the house. Number eight, only gatekeepers, so residents, may keep may give out the gate code. If you have the door code, you're now a key master. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. And then the last one, <laughs> which is crossed out, which makes me wonder, it's uh, no butt sex in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they should have let the butter leave the kitchen. Uh, apparently, there's some <laughs> weird things happening in the kitchen. Uh, I Again, I don't know that I want to be going to the Casanova house anytime soon. But. <laughs> so here are some other funny house rules that I found. So going back to, to what you actually had said, uh, the dog is not a stool, couch, <laughs> horse, or to be ridden. So that was one from somebody. Here's another set from another family. No beatboxing at the table. No painting with boogers on the window. <laughs> no dancing in the kitchen. No dancing in front of the TV. No dancing during dinner. So basically there's no dancing in the house at all. Right. Interesting, I guess. So they continue, though. Seriously, just stop dancing. Uh. <laughs> no flushing anything that didn't come out of your bottom. Okay. And they've always had the rule, shirts must be worn at the dinner table. And that was modified to say shirts and pants <laughs> must be worn at the dinner table. When the seven-year-old showed up with just a shirt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hey, listen, you got to be clear on what, the, on what they <laughs> There's are. There's a lot of things around butts. No kissing somebody's butt. Yep. No having butt sex in the kitchen. Yep. And what was the other one? Cover your butt? Yes. Well, <laughs> exactly. You have to wear shirts and pants because <laughs> the seven-year-old showed up with just a shirt. It, she was following the rules. <laughs> I showed up with just my shirt. You said I had to have a shirt at, oh, the, at the table. So, so here's another set of them from another family. They have four boys, so they also have the rule, don't touch yourself at the dinner table. Oh, good grief. They must have boys. That's what I said, four boys. Okay. Again, this is why I text you because you're not <laughs> listening. You can't hear. Just just making sure we're clear on that. Yep. <laughs> no pole vaulting across a ditch. Uh. No riding my laundry baskets down the stairs. No riding anything down the stairs. <laughs> no sitting on the shelves in the closets. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. 
So here's the next set. Any, any thoughts on any of these so far? No, I gave you my thoughts. One that was about the butts. That one stood out. But mm-hmm. these are definitely like rules for people that have multiple kids. Yes. Yes. Going out clothes means clothes that match. And just because your pants are yellow and your shirt has yellow in it doesn't mean it matches. <laughs> Granimals. Uh, hey, that's it. <laughs> no, no going outside in just your white socks. <laughs> my brother did that one time. He went outside. <laughs> And ran around the neighborhood while my mother was in the shower and just his socks. I could totally see Greg doing that. We definitely need that rule. We needed that rule. We did. Uh, we need it now. <laughs> do, do not sit in such a way that people can see your butt. Again, more butts. Uh, if you if you make an imaginary cupcake and pretend to eat it in front of your siblings, then you have to make an imaginary cupcake for your siblings too. <laughs> so apparently... A kid was made an imaginary cupcake and ate it. And it sounds like probably made their siblings mad. So they got to make imaginary cupcakes for them as well. Yep. Uh, if your brother asks for an imaginary vanilla cupcake, then you can't pretend to make a chocolate one just to trick him. <laughs> uh-huh. Those darn imaginary things. Uh-huh. I just thought of a new rule we need to add. What's that? No peeing outside. Uh, They will actually, there's one person in here somewhere in the rules that I found that actually has that. Okay. Um, so here's another set of them. I found myself saying no rubbing, no rubbing your tinkler on the patio door last week into the four year old. (laughs) (laughs) No sitting on the refrigerator or in the refrigerator. Oh my gosh. No eating from the dog bowl. Ew. (laughs) Oh no. The slit in your underwear isn't a pocket and shouldn't be used as such. <laughs> if you do use it as a pocket when mom isn't looking, do not drive the Thomas the Tank drain that you just had in your pocket into my clean cereal bowls. It isn't a pocket and those aren't canyons. <laughs> ow, ow. Mm-hmm. Ow. I've never heard of a kid or anybody for that matter (laughs) thinking the thing up front is a pocket (laughs) but okay so here are three rules from a different family rule number one do not wake up your mom on on saturday mornings yes you can turn on the tv rule number two do not wake up mom on saturday mornings yes you can fix a bowl of cereal rule number three always remember rule number one and if you have a question remember rule number two (laughs) that uh two more sets they 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 get really interesting now as opposed to how just boring they were before. Oh, yeah. Completely boring. Of course. Never put anything in the slit in your underwear. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, you know, you got some interesting people out there. So here you go. Here are the, the, the last two sets. First set, no licking the alderman or anyone's car. Ew. No peeing on your brother, the dog, etc. <laughs> you must stand in front of the toilet, aim, and not turn when peeing. <laughs> No, you cannot stand on the counter and see if it goes in. (laughs) You must have pants shorts on if you want to come downstairs and no naked dancing on the bed. Okay. Well, at least they allow dancing. Yes. Just not naked dancing. Okay. Um, No strippers for them. (laughs) And here you go. The last set. Save the, what I think is pretty good for last. And they apparently had a, a bit of a problem. Is on. Well, yes, they, they apparently had a bit of a problem that they, they needed to make sure that their family rules covered. 
no chasing your friends with your boogers. <laughs> no blowing your nose in your sister's hair and also ew, no spitting of toothpaste in ew, your sister's hair. Ew, ew, ew. For her nephews, no peeing in the kitty litter. I know the cat goes there, but you're not a cat. No picking your bottom to go to the potty room and wipe again. <laughs> Sitting I just on your, threw up a little bit. <laughs> sitting on your brother to fart is just wrong. Please stop it. Oh my God. <laughs> Pull my finger is not something a little girl should say. <laughs> I just ripped one is not really ladylike either. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're talking about girls here. We're not even talking about boys. Uh-huh. With a picket in your butt crack and Yes. Oh. Yeah, don't pick in your butt crack. Go wipe it again. And the last one, no, playing in the rain is not taking a shower. Neither is swimming. You oh, must actually gosh. use soap. So they had a little bit of a hygiene problem, it sounds like, in, in that house. Just a little bit. Yes. Well, that's it. That's the end of them. And that's our episode on family rules. So so how? what do you think about those rules? Any of those that we should adopt? I'm thinking I should adopt the one. Um, about you going back into the bottom and uh, in the bathroom and wiping your bottom again. Don't pick at it. You, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Um, I'm going to make sure that you wear pants to the dinner table. No, I like not having to wear pants at a dinner table. I know. That's why I said I need to bring that rule in. (laughs) Actually, I know what I need to make. No, Dom is the drain engine in the crack. Exactly. The underwear. Exactly. Not (laughs) a pocket. Those aren't canyons either. It's not a pocket. Exactly. I I wonder what and so the the interesting part of this is that these all had to come because somebody was somebody doing did this something stuff. yes it's just like that the weird like chasing no chasing anybody around the house with boogers yes it will like it's the like the weird instruction or like warnings on different packages and stuff it's like somebody <laughs> actually tried to microwave a wig and that's why like they say no microwaving yes but in any event well we've reached the end and uh, you survived and clearly you enjoyed these as much as I did. So well done. Well done on you. Good Thank job. You. So it is now time for us to sign off. And and what is it we say again when we sign it's off? It's time for dinner. It's Yes, it is time for dinner. And it's also time to say thanks for playing. Thanks for coming along. Thanks for. It's not coming along. Thanks for listening. being a good partner. Thanks for. I oh. say you say thanks for listening, and I say thanks for playing along. No, you say thanks for playing along. I say thanks for listening, and then you say no one's listening, <sighs> and I say thanks for playing along. Thanks for blowing up the program. That's a new one. Thanks for blowing up the program. <laughs> Nobody's blowing up the program. Hey everyone, Aaron here. Just wanted to take a minute to thank you for listening and remind you to click subscribe in your podcast app so you're notified when new episodes are available. Also, please make sure to leave a review. We love hearing your feedback and it helps others find us. If you're looking for more Talking Monroe's content, make sure to stop by our website, TalkingMonroe's.com, or follow us on Twitter, at Monroe's Talking. We appreciate you being part of our podcast family and look forward to talking with you again. Thanks for listening.